You're listening to Catching the Word, a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton. In this installment, Father Gary Koch reflects on the readings for this Sunday. The third Sunday of Easter opens up to us new possibilities of encountering the Lord. On the second Sunday of Lent, as Peter, James, and John descended the Mount of the Transfiguration, they were forced to contemplate what rising from the dead might mean. As according to ancient tradition, that event occurred 40 days before Jesus died on the cross. It is just perhaps some six weeks later that they and the others are immediately confronted with this same question as they encounter the risen Lord. While Jesus had raised others from the dead, the daughter of Jairus, the son of the widow of Nain, and their friend Lazarus, they were simply restored to their former selves. They still appeared as they did before, and their lives had returned to normal. Yet here is Jesus. Jesus appears different now. They barely recognize him, though he remains familiar. He must have had recognizable facial features, and a presence that spoke of familiarity. However, it is the difference, another worldly corporeality, and perhaps that aura reflective of what the disciples experienced at the Transfiguration, that makes him unrecognizable to them. All of the Gospel accounts of the encounters with the resurrected Jesus indicate this uncertainty in recognition. As Jesus appears to them in this moment, the two disciples who encountered Jesus on the road to Emmaus, which is the event just prior to this Gospel passage, are enthusiastically recounting their experience of how he taught them and then was made fully known to them in the breaking of the bread. The disciples are, understandably, overcome with emotion. Imagine Jesus, whom you know to have died on the cross, now standing in front of you. They know for certain that the tomb is empty. The women arrived early in the morning to make that announcement. They have been listening, perhaps with some skepticism, to the accounts of those who had encounters with Jesus throughout the day. Now they, together, must make sense of what is happening right in front of them. Jesus immediately addresses their skepticism, their uncertainty, and their questions. Could this just be a hallucination or the appearance of a ghost? They did mistake Jesus for a ghost once before, as he passed by them as he walked on the Sea of Galilee. There will definitely be those who hear of this and accuse them of fabricating a story about resurrection in order to perpetuate the idea that Jesus was the Messiah. Others will assert that in their grief or in a stupor, the disciples experienced a collective illusion. Jesus has them look carefully at him, to study his hands and his feet, to see that he still carries the marks of the crucifixion on his body. They are having an actual physical encounter with a living corporeal person. The one who has died is now risen. He also takes a bit of fish to eat. Ghosts, they are certain, don't eat. Neither do apparitions, phantasms, or illusions. This encounter with Jesus, though, is different. He is more than a resuscitated body, as were the others. His appearance is other. Then, as suddenly as he came, he is gone. What remains is their shared encounter, and what was ever left on the dish from the food that Jesus ate. This dish, if nothing else, sits there as a sign that he was really there. If any others arrive who are doubtful of what they are hearing, 
They have this dish off which Jesus had eaten. It might seem insignificant, perhaps even trivial, but it is a grounding experience. When we can point to something tangible, it helps us to diffuse our confusion. We can just imagine the conversation among them after Jesus departed. One must expect that there was at first a moment of awed silence until one of them, likely the usual babbling Peter, broke the silence. Those who came from Emmaus left validated, no doubt, in their recounting of their experience. Others who were more quiet than certain now have those doubts allayed. The obvious questions they must have all wondered must be, what happens next? Will he remain with them forever? Will Jesus make himself known to the Pharisees, the scribes, and the priests? Will he attract large crowds like he had done earlier in his ministry? Is this now the end of the age? Does a whole new period of history begin? And, of course, what does this mean for each of us gathered here? John leaves us pondering all of these questions and more. The answers are not forthcoming in his gospel, but the history of the church provides us with the answers to those questions. As John draws his gospel to a close, he recounts that the works of Jesus would fill uncountable volumes. We know as well that the work of Jesus continues in our midst. The resurrection of Jesus not only enabled the disciples to encounter him in new and extraordinary ways, it also makes our encounter with him tangible through our sacramental mysteries. You have been listening to Catching the Word with Father Gary Koch. You can listen to or download his weekly reflections and other topics of interest at dioceseoftrenton.org backslash podcasts. Catching the Word is a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton.